Aloha. Oh, there Aloha you go. Kako. No, 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 no. Hello. I'm just going to start saying. <laughs> that is our wonderful guest today. My name is Kevin Allen, as always, and with me, as always. Catherine Toth Fox. We are part of Hawaii Magazine and HawaiiMagazine.com. And this is the Have Aloha, Have Aloha World Travel <laughs> Podcast. And we have a, a wonderful guest today. It's uh, our 25th episode. We have a wonderful guest today. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. It is our 25th episode. We've almost been doing this for a year. We'll talk about it more later. Kioni Kealoha. Hello. Aloha. How's Aloha. It? Aloha. That's like legit. And you're not legit at I'm all. Not legit. Oh, come on, man. No, no. I exactly. got Aloha in your heart. Let it out. Exactly. Super califragilistic. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. No. The day is the day for Aloha, right? That's it's right. It's Valentine's, Valentine's day. day. All right. Spread mm -hmm. the love, everybody. You're the only one not wearing red, by the way. That's. You're wearing all gold. Oh, shoot. You're right. He's got I a couple am. tats. I think he's got a couple. Yeah, I got a rose tattoo. Oh, That's God. like Valentine's Day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> and your rose. Like your rose <laughs> I'm always trying to spread the love. That's what I say. You know, I think that's kind of in our DNA, but yeah, I Absolutely. agree with you. Shock, shock, and mahalo. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Just carry on. Keone. Yes, uh, Is the executive director of uh, Kanakua'i. And you've been executive director there since 2017. True. He, somebody's totally re somebody's busting you. out their research yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, I might have looked at your <laughs> <laughs> um, What is, let's just start uh, the basics. Um, I know what Kanuhoi is, but what is Kanuhoi, please? Put it in your own words. Tell it to our, our wonderful audience. Well, wonderful audience, happy Valentine's Day. Thanks to both of you for letting me be here today to share my mana'o. Dude, thank you for coming on. Oh, yeah, of course. No problem. Love to be here. Uh, so, yeah, Kanu Hawaii, it's a nonprofit organization that's been in uh, Hawaii for the last 12 or 13 years or so. Mm -hmm. Started back in uh, 2007. And uh, Kanu literally means to, to plant. Okay. To put in the ground and to grow. So the original founders uh, chose that name because they reflected the vision that they had, which was to incite people to plant themselves here and take action to make Hawaii a better place. Okay, and in a, by a better place, do you mean more sustainable place, more eco-friendly place that? Not or a, just better? Not a nasty place. Not a nasty Not place. a lepi, <laughs> lepo hanao kind of nasty kind of place. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sustainability, you know, malama aina, yeah. aloha. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. I think I think you did touch on what kind of covers some of the mission areas and sort of some of the programmatic things that were, that were undertaken, which is, you know, sustainability, local food, yeah, renewable definitely. energy, some waste diversion, things like that. Mm -hmm. And before this, you were, um, I'm looking back at my notes. You're the co-founder and executive director of Malama Kauai. So how did you end up at Kanuwai? I mean, how did that step, that leap come, where did that leap come from? Uh, Kanu is, has always been since they started, really uh, focused on all the islands of Hawaii, the mm -hmm. state, everywhere. And so being on Kauai and being kind of a, an advocate for you know, local food and, you know, basically the same types of programs that, that Kanu was about, mm -hmm. um, community engagement, you know, making Hawaii a good place, being a good steward. So it was a pretty natural. Yeah. So they, so they initially asked me to come in, uh, to be a board member. Okay. So I was on the board for five years prior to actually being on staff. Oh, wow. So you kind of knew what was going on. Yeah. Just give them the Kauai perspective, you know? This is not cat. <laughs> Is taking a photo. I am. Uh, that's not what Instagrammers do. Yeah, for the social media. Cat, talk for a second. I'm going to close the door real quick. Just talk. Oh, my God. So, so, the, so one of the reasons why we wanted to invite you on, yeah. aside from the fact that you're just fun anyway, okay, is because Earth Day is coming up in April. 
right? Oh, yeah, that's right, right there. Oh my God, that was your email to us. That was your email. To you us. were so on top of it. I was like, well, Keone is like on it because April is coming. But it is the it's an anniversary. It's tenth anniversary of. No, right, so, 50, I'm sorry, fiftieth anniversary of birthday <clears throat> in that's Hawaii. Silver? Or is that gold? I mean, what's gold? It's gold. It's gold, just gold. like you, Kevin Allen. Absolutely. He dyed his hair yesterday. I bleached it. Or bleached it. And then he decided to wear all gold. Yeah, I feel like it's, when you if you when you bleach your hair, you just gotta go. It's, like it's like that chef on the night. You're all gold all the time. <gasps> oh god. <gasps> you could do that for Halloween. Anyways. We, I'm at a I feel like anime Halloween. coming. <laughs> anyway, you were gonna tell him about the chef? Oh yeah, he was a chef on the nutty, and he was all gold all the time. He, he had, had it tatted on him. He had A G A T T tatted on his hand, all gold all the time. Wow. Yeah, and he had gold finger polish, gold hair. Wow. I don't want to say specifically who he is, but I want to say specifically who he knew. He knew Dennis Rodman, and he got his nails dyed with Dennis Rodman. He got him gold dyed. He told me not to tell anyone. But I feel like it's been long enough. No secrets will be shared with you, just to let you know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely do not share. All of our anything. 17 listeners have heard that now. Yeah. I'll awesome. tell. Hey, we have about 500. I know. I'm just kidding. Anyway, but we, um, I thought it was interesting. I feel like the Hawaii Tourism Authority, right, is has a new um, initiative, which is that Kuleana program. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Heard of it. But they're trying to get visitors to, when they come to Hawaii, to be very respectful, mm -hmm. to be sustainable, to make conscious choices, to leave the place better than, you know, obviously when they visited. And and there is, there is a lot of pushback on just tourists in general around the world that they're, you know. They're seen as like kind of maybe not as eco-friendly, you know. Um, or they're people, leaving like a larger footprint. Yeah. People on places. always like say like look at you know the beaches and like when right. a large influx of tourists come in the beaches kind of get eroded or um, trashed or, or trashed. yeah. What are some of maybe I mean I feel like you're the person to talk to about this, but how do you think that visitors coming to Hawaii can be more conscious, I guess, of their footprint? Well, I think it, part of it is just you know we're we're also the years are going by and we're and the uh, the demographics are changing mm -hmm. uh, 2020 is the year that the millennials will take over the travel space oh. as far as demographics go oh, so God. as a millennial that speaks to me <laughs> yeah yeah Jeez. and talk about travelers right i mean you know it's all about the gram so it's yeah yeah so so the idea is that what we need to do is is be an epicenter, be a leader for volunteerism, be okay. a place that uh, actually answers a lot of the uh, the questions for the things that people are looking for. Right? Mm -hmm. How do they get more connected with authentic uh, connect, uh, relationships with locals? Um, how do they get immersed in like uh, places that are off the beaten tra trail? You know, mm -hmm. and so. Volunteering with local nonprofits and getting connected with people who are doing work all over Hawaii, preserving special places, or uh, you know, planting trees, or cleaning beaches, or there's so many other things that uh, organizations do. These are great opportunities to say, hey, let's take our 10 million plus visitors and show them an opportunity that they're going to remember for the rest of their life. Hopefully, share with other people so maybe they can come. But at the same time, they're they're part of our uh, part of our, our our cohort of like getting our. Our, our islands to be a better place in general, you know? Absolutely. And exporting a law the, at the same time, which I, is... I feel like volunteerism is, I mean, I think it's a growing trend. I mean, I have friends that have gone to Thailand, for example, and instead of riding elephants, they're working or volunteering at elephant sanctuaries, mm -hmm. right? And, and that's kind of become a thing. So what kinds of things here can people do that is, you know, it's cool, it's stuff you can post on Instagram, but you're actually giving back and contributing. Yeah, and because you had written a story recently about, not recently, but it was about the... Um, 
that farm you went to and you planted a tree. Oh, right, right, right. The uh, Coal Legacy. The Gunstock Ranch. Right. Yes. Yeah, where they're replanting um, native trees in areas that have been, in this case, Gunstock Ranch in Laie, where you're, right. you're from that area, um, where the ranch lands have pretty much decimated all the the native trees are so they're reforesting mm -hmm. but that's something you can do as a visitor exactly. you can go and purchase a tree plant it there's gps you can like look at it on google earth and watch your tree grow <laughs> mm -hmm. which i've not done yet have you but, checked it on our tree no but i checked it on my tree on on the big island on, on hawaii island where i planted a koa tree oh we have yeah. a hawaii magazine tree isn't that yes we do yeah. kayla has the coordinates i need to get that from her that'd be fun to write about that mm -hmm. we but, should go visit it anyway but what are some cool things that people could do um in the volunteer volunteerism realm, I mean, I mean, I think most folks are coming here to to, to visit. They are want to see the environment. They want to get outside. They want to go to the beach, mountains. So there are tons of opportunities for conservation work, for restoration work, for um, supporting local organizations doing work around fish ponds, around mm -hmm. cleaning our beaches and keeping those you know looking great. So there are an indefinite amount of opportunities in these spaces. And there's Absolutely. lots of organizations. The one thing that they really can always use more of is hands, mm -hmm. people that want to come out. And through that exchange of coming and giving some of your time and your energy, mm -hmm. you're going to get downloaded with some insights that probably aren't in any magazine or on any website, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Except for hawaiimagazine.com. Correct. Well, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I mean, you know, <laughs> But I'm just saying, Absolutely. you know, you get to go talk to uncle and he's going to tell you what his family who's been there for 12 generations, like he's going to tell you the name of the reef and he's going to tell you what his grandpa did and how they used to call the fish from the side of the boat and use different sounds to pull just that certain kind of fish so that they could catch it and give it to auntie, you know? Huh. So those are the kind of stuff that you'll get exposed to. It's a very real experience. Yeah, it's, and that's the thing. It's not contrived, right? Yeah. It's authentic. It's, it's all the way authentic. And the, the thing is, it's hard to <clears throat> unlock the the door with local people because mm -hmm. especially of visitors it's usually like i don't want to hang out with a bunch of visitors you know but if you're coming in service you're coming to help restore something you're actually um saying hey how can i how can i help you guys do whatever it is that you think is important in your community doors are off the hinges you know mm -hmm. what i mean so mm -hmm. absolutely it's it's a great way i felt that way when i went to poide at waipa which yep. is on Kauai. Uh, which is a nonprofit kind of on the way to Hanalei, and they would have one day, I think they still do it, right? One day a week, it's like the community comes out and they. Thursdays. The, Thursdays, full, the full process of uh, not harvesting, but they'll get the, the kalo or the taro process at all the way to poi. And the poi is what is distributed to communities, the native oh, Hawaiian cool. communities. It's like 800 pounds a week goes yeah. out around oh, the island. Wow. And you can just come in. But what's cool about it is it's just what you said. You sit around and you're like, you know, peeling taro or whatever mm -hmm. you're doing. But you're talking story with talking the story. folks from Waipa, yeah. people who live there. And it's... I mean, it's not something you can just do when mm -hmm. you're visiting. Can't get a ticket for it. You just the only way you can do that is to volunteer your time. Huh. You know, there's no other way to have that experience. And there's lots of places around Hawaii like that. Mm -hmm. We just want to make it easier for people to plug in, and we want to work with the organizations that are doing that kind of work or would like to, to make sure that they just have enough enough level of a standard that that the visitor is going to have a good experience. And it's not hard to do, but we just have to put some attention on it. Oh, huh. that's very interesting. Can I make a confession? <laughs> 
Oh, God. Go deep. Do you have another tattoo that I don't know about? No. Is it on the inside of your mouth? But I've been thinking about getting one. No. Anyway, so that's a different story. The story I'm telling right now is... Um, How you don't volunteer and you hate volunteering or something okay, like that? Okay, I don't hate it, but there's a Kewala Basin uh, beach cleanup every single year. And I've been meaning to go for the past, like, three years. But every single time it's come around, I've been busy or off-island that weekend, and I haven't ever been able to come. And it breaks my heart because I surf Kewala Basin. You know basin. that you can just go you can just clean go up any the day. beach. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. I was paddling right. with trash. It's insane how much trash you find well, floating in the, the water. It's the mouth of the Alawai. <laughs> like, no. I mean, yes. No, Magic Island is the mouth of the Alawai. Oh, you're at Kualo. Um, it's Kuala still Basin's like still on the other end. We don't get the brown water when it rains too much. Yo. <laughs> Hence why he skateboards and doesn't surf. <laughs> what are some smaller, I mean, I feel like what it, for the visitor who maybe doesn't want to go to one of these beach cleanups, but does want to try to be more eco-conscious, just traveling. What are maybe some smaller, like, reef-safe sunscreen, maybe some smaller ways that they can, you know, just um, passively, I guess, be more friendly towards the islands in an an eco-conscious kind of way? I mean, if you think about it in in the bigger picture, we're the global warming, you know, climate climate crisis stuff. Um, We're an island. We don't produce plastic bottles, we mm-hmm. import them. So things that you can do that, that reduce our footprint and reduce having to bring things in to serve them to you. We don't grow blueberries in Honolulu. Mm-hmm. So if you want blueberries, maybe you know consider eating something that's local yeah. because it's most likely gonna come from a local farm, you're gonna support our local economy. Mm-hmm. Um, just think about where you're spending your money and what you're spending it on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you know things like your air conditioner, You know, there's all those things that we already know about just trying to keep our homes you know, uh, a little bit more, yeah. you know, lower footprint. Maybe so, don't run the AC all day. Well, especially day. if you're not going to be in your hotel all day long. Yeah. Just turn it off, you know? It's funny, or it's weird, too, because they, I feel like they leave the air conditioners on. Like, when I get into a hotel room, the AC will already be running. Sure. So you almost have to just remember to turn them off, man. You know, the thing is, is if, if you just turn it off when you come back... First thing when you come back, just open your door mm-hmm. to your lanai and just like breeze. let the breeze come in. Mm-hmm. It's going to be refreshing. You're not going to get that when you go home. Mm-hmm. You can have an air conditioner anytime, yeah. but you're not going to get that breeze. Yeah, that's so start off with there, flip your air conditioner on if you need it, and then, you know, go go from there. I mean, these are just little kind of things that yeah. conservation tips that we kind things. of are aware of, yeah. but you, there's benefits to it that you don't really get, like the breeze and, and smelling the ocean spray mm-hmm. and things. that You're not going to get that until you just... Unplug a little bit, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, think Grash Act. Just go from there. Hmm. Oh, I like that. You like that, mm-hmm. Cat? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And you guys are kind of leading up to a pretty big week, Volunteer Week Hawaii. Um, that's coming up. That's April 19th to the 25th, which does overlap with the 50th Earth Day. It does. Do you guys have some big initiatives and programs set up for that, or...? Yeah, so right now, this is going to be the third year that we've done it. Okay. Uh, is that lot, an initiative you started? or your, Yeah, or something your that I, uh, an idea I came up with. Mm-hmm. Um, to, so it's your baby. Uh, it's just an idea, mm-hmm. you know? It's like any idea. What are you going to do with it, right? So this idea, I was like, well, let's do something with it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and this particular idea, originally, it was based off of National Volunteer Week. So that's been happening since 1974. Oh, wow. Uh, it's always done under presidential proclamation, regardless of who the president is. They always say one week in April is going to be National Volunteer Week, and it has been. But Hawaii never actually recognized it in any way until this last year. We got a proclamation from the governor. 
Crocs from the four mayors. Uh, We got a rezo introduced and passed in both chambers of the legislature. So it's institutionalized in Hawaii Mm -hmm. at the moment, and we want to utilize this opportunity to get people to come out, get connected in their community, practice some aloha, you know, get to know your neighbors. And for the visitors, it's a great opportunity to, like, for this one week, like, we had last year over 130 events during the week on seven wow. islands. What? Seven islands, including wow. um, Koho'olawe. So, oh, I mean, there God. are opportunities to see places that you will not get to see. Uh-huh. You, brought, regard- a, you brought a pamphlet. Irregardless of who you are. Well, you guys hit me with, like, 12 magazines when I walked in. So <laughs> I had to come back with something, you know? Yeah. So I got my pamphlet here. You got, you got nicer paper than we do. Well. Yeah. It's very glossy. How about that? I mean, you guys are legit. <laughs> But hey, maybe we should start selling. Maybe you guys can distribute our pamphlet. You know, we'll get into it. So we'll this is the growth from 2018. Can we oh, read those big. numbers? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 2018, we had 25 nonprofit partners. Um, in 2019, we had over 90. Oh wow, that and is so big. More than 5,000 people came out this Have, year. This year, we're shooting for 7,500 volunteers wow. across Hawaii. That, already that in would the, be so. It's already the largest volunteer-focused campaign in Hawaii. And I what mean, kinds of things were people doing last year? So, I mean, it ran the gamut. As you can imagine, there's a lot of outdoor activities happening. It's always the second or third week in April. So it it is around Earth Day and Earth Week. So people, I think, kind of resonate with that. Um, I'd say more than half of the events were environmental type of events, but mm-hmm. there were social ones, cultural ones, there were restoration work, oh, wow. um, working with seniors, there was uh, meal deliveries, uh, like Meals on Wheels, mm-hmm. partnered with Beaky, which is our local bike share, Ooh, and cool. so people were pairing up and riding bikes as volunteers and delivering meals to people that needed to get their meals. That is very cool. Yeah. That's very, that's also, very Also, you need to be a little coordinated because... You don't want to fall off a beaky with a bunch of meals. A bunch of food. While you're grabbing. Yeah. 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 It can be hard for you, you know. But it's for a good cause. Influencer type. (laughs) Have you noticed a lot of local businesses coming out in support of your, your mission? Yeah, so this was also the first year that we got some sponsors. You, yeah, you have some big-name sponsors there, yeah, so Southwest, we, we Alaska. Have, yeah, we didn't have a lot, but we had some really solid, positive ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. Southwest Airlines, um, we had uh, Alaska. Uh, Daniel from Alaska Airlines, based here in Hawaii, has been amazing. <clears throat> the guys really helped me to get the word out in the visitor industry mm-hmm. and build connections with hotels and, and other folks that, that do provide services. Mm-hmm. I would love to see this week be you know, solidified as a go-to annual event week to uh, solicit international travelers to come to Hawaii. Absolutely. I mean, if we could get hundreds of events happening during this week, which is a slower period in general, April is kind mm-hmm. of like a shoulder period for the industry. And yeah, just about. That it's a great time for us to connect. I mean, you know, I think we're always looking for something, but this is the kind of thing that's authentic. There's it's it's spread out across Hawaii, and you can literally just book it, you know, at a concierge desk. Yeah. You could you could say, hey, I want to go parasailing. I want to go to you know this luau, and on Thursday, I want to go volunteer with this organization. Yeah. So we want to make it that easy. I mean, there's some things I feel like you can't just do as a visitor. So like one of the things you guys, um, you know, obviously planting Kahlo or working in the Lo'i, which yeah. are terrace fields. Um, that's not something you, ju- you just don't like stumble upon a Lo'i, like, you know, <laughs> and, and like go there planting <laughs> Sorry, my shoot at you is I'm yeah. trying to go walk right. in there. But, yeah. but you know what I mean? Or even like we're, we're storing an ancient Hawaiian fish pond that's been around right. for 800 years yeah. and yeah. understanding the cultural significance. I mean, you don't just roll up on that. 
So, I mean, these are really unique opportunities. I mean, just even for, I mean, how have you been, have you ever restored a fish pond? Um, no. No. But I did You also haven't even pond. done a cleanup at Kiwala Basin. So anyway, but what I'm saying is even for people who live here, these are great opportunities to get out and, and help, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I would say last year it was, we had single digit visitors participating, right? This year we actually got a, a grant from HTA, Hawaii Tourism Authority, to help push the envelope a bit on volunteerism and, and try to engage more of our, mm-hmm. uh, that community. So we, we, we're super glad to be here talking with you guys. And we really, really in for the long haul. We want to figure out how do we how do we make this week something that really is a, a lightning rod for service work and for our visitors to get connected to our local communities in really unique ways. Um, and then, of course, you know, we we want to continue to do this throughout the year, but we're utilizing this. Uh, I'll, I'll grab an analogy from my nightclub DJ days. Oh, it's a lot easier, I will tell you, to throw a one-off big event than it is to try to get people to show up every Wednesday. You know. People just get tired. You used to be a, a nightclub DJ. Not just a nightclub. This was like the wave. What's the wave? <laughs> so you don't even remember the wave. No, you don't remember. No, that place shut down probably before. It was so yeah. awesome. Where was that? Oh, like uh, you know, it was the wave Waikiki. Yeah. It was right on Kala Kala. That was, there's nothing like it. And yeah. Pink Cadillac. Pink Cadillac was around the corner. There were a lot of clubs. That was way early days. Was that that was before color? Yeah, ha ha ha. Yeah, color hair. Yeah, uh-huh. good one. Oh, wow. Yeah, good. No, right. those are the days, man. Well, those are some of the days. We got some days happening now. I, mean, I was gonna say, I think, I think April nineteenth to the twenty fifth. Those are gonna be the days. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. in terms of like, well, let's just do a flashback here. Back in the days, there were clubs and night, I mean nightclubs like that. I don't think there's anything like that at the Republic. Maybe? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of nightclubs around. Oh, there's definitely nightclubs. It's it's not where people spend their time. It's as, not the as scene much as like it used, it used to. to be. No, nightclubs now are more just like places where kids go to like... There's only one. What else is there beside the Republic? There used to be, um, oh man, there used to be under 21 nightclubs. Yeah, I know. Like, These have 18 and, yeah, 18 and older. 18 and older ones. And I forget, oh, I forget the name. I used to I used to go to one uh, semi-frequently in my clubbing days, which was about a week and a half, maybe two weeks. <laughs> a week and a half ago? Yeah. yeah exactly. It was too expensive for me, turns out. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, you know, it's not expensive. Volunteering your time. Well, you know, Kevin, we, <laughs> All roads lead back to your, the guest topic. Segue. I love it. Look I know, this guy. but what a this great is host. interesting to talk about. What a great host. Let's, let's talk about the DJ. past. <laughs> okay, fine. You, you, you brought know what? You no. brought a DJ. I'm done. I'm done. Kat, done. Go okay. ahead. Volunteerweekhawaii.org for more information might be the last time I can say. Okay, go. Let's go no, to the flashbacks. Just talking, we're just having wakey key. <laughs> so you, okay, so you grew up uh, in Kahuku. No, no, no. Sorry. Partially, yeah. Okay. I, I was around different places. And you live in Waikiki now? Live in Waikiki. How has it all changed? It's so different now. How's Waikiki changed? Yeah. Everything's more expensive. That's Hawaii, right? No. And is there just... like a few more ABC stores? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I can kind of hold my breath when we go from one to the next, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Easy. But you, do you still love it, though? I mean, do you still think Waikiki has its, like, cat love magic? Waikiki. It's, it's Waikiki. just different. You know, it's a different Waikiki. I think before we had a lot of live music entertainers. We had people that were doing comedy shows with open open doors, and people would just walk by, and you could stand there for a minute, check it out. Like, I don't have that. That doesn't have that feeling anymore. It's a anymore. little more exclusive it's, now. It's more, it feels more, it's geared towards shopping and getting people to buy things and less around the entertainment and the experience. You have to go get on a bus and go to a luau to go experience it. That's the cool thing about Volunteer Week 
is that you 19th can... 19th to the 25th of can, April. That's right. VolunteerWeekHawaii.org or hashtag VolunteerWeekHawaii oh, wow. on Instagram. Got over 380 posts on there if you want to check them out. Thank the you. cool thing is that you can actually connect with local families, connect with local people. That's how you get invited to baby luau's. That's how you get invited to real luau's. That's how you get invited to the real thing. To the, to the real shindig. That's how it happens. How did you get started with um, sustainability and volunteerism and that whole shindig? Did you just always love doing that? Or how'd you go from being a nightclub DJ, bouncing the records, right, scratching the, the records, no, 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 disc no, no, jockey? No, 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 no. You know? Stop. I scratch a lot. Right? Hitting the vinyl, just soup, soup? No, no, How'd no. you go from that no. to to where you are now? So so I'll, I'll tell you, it. I used to always be in this mindset of like, what's happening tonight? Mm-hmm. And the thing that got me into the like, what's happening was the birth of my daughter. And as soon as she was born, I was like, okay, what are we actually doing here, everybody? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, I, and, and we were like shooting missiles at some African country. And I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> like, who's in charge like right now? All of a sudden you had a baby and you're like, she can't live yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. Like now I got a kid. Now I got to like pay a little bit of attention. You know, yeah. there's some animals out here that want to eat her. Like yeah. I can keep an eye on them for myself, but... You know, now I've got a posse. I gotta kind of keep a bigger eye out, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when I kind of got connected. I I ended up watching. I, I think it was Free Speech TV. It was like a. It was basically it was like a, 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 a all these documentaries about everything from like Julia Butterfly trying to save redwoods to like these Philippine uh, naval bases that were getting shut down. And so there's just stuff all over the world. All these things, and and I kind of <clears> was like, man, we could do a lot better than what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so that was when I, I first got into it. And that was it. That was just. And the, that was it. And I've kind of been uh, hooked. In, hooked in ever space. since. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it feels good to do, like, because when I did, I did the Kahuki Village. I helped uh, build that one Which day. Which is part of our our parent company. Yeah. Started Kahuki Village. You know, yeah. are you familiar with that? Yeah. It's like a transitional shelter. Yeah. yeah and I helped. Yeah. I did one volunteer day there, and it, that just feels good. Like it's yeah. crazy. You know, you feel like you get like a glow after. Yeah. It's pretty nice. What's nice too about a lot of these volunteer opportunities is that anybody can do it. It's not just a specific kind of person or an age, right? So kids can volunteer, seniors can volunteer. So it's something everyone can do. There are opportunities for all. Some are exclusive, you know. Some oh, yeah. are. Some don't have access for, you know, maybe people that have mobility mm-hmm. uh, challenges, or or they aren't for little kids. But there are during Volunteer Week, at least, we make sure there are events for everybody every day. That's awesome. Um, and and so it, it really it's about any kind of service. I mean, if you think about it, people volunteer, people like uh, uh, sports coaches for kids teams. Like that's a volunteer position. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of time into that, and they're gonna get paid for it. So it's it's not just about the volunteer, like getting out and actually participating in an event. It's also about recognizing people. So it's a great time to utilize social media during this week. And, and thank people that are doing a good job in your community, mm-hmm. uh, whatever they're volunteering for, or organizations that, that are really doing good work that, that utilize volunteers to mm-hmm. keep places looking beautiful or provide services for seniors or whatever those things might be. Have you found that using social media, have you guys, is that like an important tool for you guys? Absolutely. Because I feel like social media kind of gets a bad rap as well, right? It's like a double-edged sword because a lot of times social media, people will post a picture of a really beautiful place and then that place gains more and more traction and then all of a sudden has a giant influx of visitors and who may not be as eco-friendly. So mm-hmm. is it is it strange using social media for the opposite, for trying to promote you know, eco-consciousness? And I think it's how we ought to do it. If people how, are going to show up anyway, mm-hmm. <clears throat> why don't we 
get them to do some great stuff while they're here. Yeah. In in a setting that uh, that indoctrinates them into this idea of like, hey, what can I do in my community when I get home? You mm-hmm. know. So w- really, we are the caretakers of Aloha, right? And if we don't practice it, we lose it. Absolutely. Uh, we just recently passed over that fifty. Uh, percent threshold of people born and raised in Hawaii. So we really need to practice these things and become part of our culture, people moving here from other places, give them opportunities to plug in and be part of the community rather than bringing a, a mindset of maybe, you know, high fences and gates and like pushing them away. exclusivity and things like that. Mm-hmm. We don't need those things in Hawaii. People don't really lock their cars and their <clears throat> doors necessarily. I think we're seeing some of that changing. But when you grew up, Everything was wide open, and when we came back, it was all still there. Yeah, it's because we had a better sense of community and connection, mm-hmm. and also because if you did something bad, by the yeah, time you got home, like everybody would give you lickings yeah. all the way down yeah. the street. So, yeah. but that's because people were connected. People huh. knew each other, right? That's interesting. And yeah. so, these are the kinds of ways that we can get people sharing space, sweating together, working yeah. together. You know, doing something good. And when you're done, you're like, yeah. You get a, a really and that's what a community is sense, too, yeah. kind of a, a group effort, a group project. I, yeah, you're right. I do feel like um, the sense of community has not been lost, but I mean, my neighborhood, I definitely know for sure is it's a lot more. You don't really you don't know your neighbor as well, so I feel like that's a really important. I know all my neighbors. Well, yeah, but you know all everyone. <laughs> I do. A highly friendly individual. I have, yeah. the, I have the phone numbers of a lot of people in my neighborhood. Yeah. And when anything goes, including my post, my mail carrier, who doesn't live in our neighborhood, but she's like the roving person. Uh-huh. And like, yes, yeah, you, you spread the, the word. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I would say volunteer week is an opportunity to get people out of their boxes and get them into the circle. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, look at that. The Dude. box in the circle. He's killing it. I, like I know. Yeah. I mean, we can lock our doors or we can lock our arms, you know? Oh, stop. You want me to keep going? This is like, <laughs> I can't even take this anymore. He's killing it. I'm just telling you. I mean, these He's are all. Laying it down you're like a bumper sticker, like, writer. He used to be a DJ. I can That's I can true. Hear yeah, it yeah, now. yeah. I only true. have this much time to say something meaningful. Dance, people. <laughs> and on that. I now, need another drink. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Shots Amen. for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Yeah, I know. Um, okay. Okay. We're ending the podcast. God, that was fast, y'all. Dude, that was 30 minutes. We've been... You we talk for days. Information about Volunteer Week. I was going to say, please, Keone, if you would like to share all the information, you know, where people can go, where yeah. people can... All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, Volunteer Week is in April. This year, uh, 2020, it is April 19th to the 25th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do include days on the bumper days. It's the Saturday before and the Sunday after. And there are going to be over 100 events happening in Hawaii during this week. If you happen to be here, check out Volunteer Week Hawaii. Org. You can actually see a map of all the islands, and it'll show you all the different flags for events. You can hover over them. You can search by filters, like what day or what island or what your interest is, and it'll show you everything that's happening. We would like to continue to utilize this platform throughout the year. We're just using this to get our big push going. So you know, hopefully something like this will be available all the time when people are traveling. But even if you're, if you're not here during that week, you can still go to the site. Go to kanuhawaii.org, that's our organization site, and you can find it, or go to volunteerweekhawaii.org, and you can also access this map. So we're going to encourage the uh, organizations hosting events during this time to continue to use the platform to host future events. And then uh, I think we're going to participate in October 30th. There's a, a, a statewide, a huge Hawaii-wide tree planting. 100,000 trees is the yeah, goal. I heard about that. So I think we might uh, be working with the folks on Maui that uh, are putting that together and see how we can, you know, kind of shift our energy six months later into planting trees. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, so that'll all be in the show notes as well if people yep. 
want to see that, I'll have links and everything. And where can you find the show notes, Kevin? You <laughs> can find them on hawaiimagazine.com. You can reach us on Instagram at hawaiimagazine. If you have any questions or just want to write in, please email us at media at hawaiimagazine.com. Like and subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Rate iTunes, us. and Spotify. Rate us five stars. Only. Only. Um, I'm moderating the reviews very closely. Don't do that. No, I'm kidding. I am looking, oh, though. So God. if you write something mean, it'll hurt my feelings. Um, so know that uh, when you're writing a one-star review. It's funny because I don't hurt your feelings. No, well, I drown you out most of the time. I might write a review. <laughs> That'd be a good way to that get to me. That would be, right? <laughs> I know. If anyway. you're listening to something like, Kevin is so annoying. Oh, man, I would think about that for days. 25th anniversary. Of Hawaii Magazine. <laughs> oh, I've had a little yes. travel. I know, 25. We're almost no, at a year. Yeah, 25 episodes in. Almost been doing this for a year. We started in, uh, I think, March. And I haven't fired you. I know. It's honestly surprising. She's tried. Yeah. She's tried to kill me. I tried to kill time. him. It's different. <laughs> she made me jump off of a giant building in Waikiki. Yes, I did. Uh, Which she, actually was the most uh, terrifying thing for you. That was the most terrifying thing. Swimming cage-free so, with sharks yep. was a lot less terrifying. They're did beautiful I, creatures. I almost got you in a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't going to do that. Helicopters, I'm, I've never been a fan of helicopters. They're not cool. Um, what else did I make you do? Apnea. You did an apnea training. Oh, yeah, training. I took an apnea training class. All right. So at one point, I'll just... Um, be dead when you next when you hear an episode and the cat starts it just know that she succeeded <laughs> okay we gotta run but thank you Kioni so much for being Mom. on here you've been such thank a great guest well. um, I don't I never know how to end a podcast so I'll say aloha oh, kako can I can you give us a